Welcome to the Unlocking Freedom Podcast. It's okay to hurt, it's okay to feel lost, and it's okay to ask for help. Let's open the door to a better you. Welcome to season two. Yes. (laughs) I'm Kayla. And I'm Allison. And we are so excited to be back. Um, For those of you who are new listeners, um, Unlocking Freedom podcast is a place where we're vulnerable and we kind of talk about (laughs) life. Yeah, life and and just going deeper and really unlocking like freedom in every area of our lives. I know that's our heart. And so... We're excited. Season two, baby. Yeah. We took a little bit of a break. (laughs) We did. We took a break and we are back and ready to share some insight with you guys. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And to be brutally honest, we've already recorded this episode before, but I say that I was going to like have a poker face and be like, no, we had some technical difficulties a couple weeks ago, but I was looking at this last night and I was like, man, it's even more timely now to have this conversation It is than it was two two weeks ago. So we're just going to believe yeah. that that was meant to be. It was meant to be. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, we just said we're vulnerable and so there it is. Yeah. We, we recorded, but here's the really great thing. You guys are going to get a really great episode this week because we've already done it before. So yeah. This is the only conversation we've had twice. Yes, it is. I think that's like, (laughs) we can bet on that. So, and hopefully this will be the only time. But today we're talking about New Year, New Me. Yeah. And how much we absolutely hate. We don't, we don't like (laughs) it. I don't like it, y'all. So do you want to share why you hate New Year, New Me? (laughs) Yes. Well, you know, when... I was coming into the new year and thinking about that. And we've kind of touched on it before. But one of the things that I hate is to discount what I've already been through. Yeah. Um, Whether it was a mistake or a victory, either way, either I've learned from a mistake or I get to build on my victories. And so, um, you know, we say around here, progress is perfect. And so the thing is, every year I make progress. And, um, or I hope I do. Gosh, if I don't, then. Well, that's the thing is if like we continue to teach progress is perfect. Progress is perfect. Just keep going. Just do 1% better. Like if we continue to do all that and then society as a whole is like new year, new me, let's just throw last year out the window. Like that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't line up. No. And you can't really live that way because you're never going to be learning from your mistakes. And ultimately you're never going to be making progress. No. You just keep. Yeah. Forgive and forget or whatever. I don't want to forget. I don't want to wipe this slate clean because there have been a lot of great things in my my past and then there were some hard things for sure but in those hard things there are things I learned um I just had an opportunity to be um around some family and um thinking about the good times and the bad times and and talking about some of that I just um felt convicted when I left for even just how I've thought about some of those things and you know, how those, some of those things shaped my, my world. And so, um, whether it's good or bad, it impacts you. And so, and it's going to make you who you are. So I think it's, it's wise to look back and say, what's, um, good that I can take with me. You know, what are the things that are going to benefit me this year that are going to help me? What are the tools I can take into the new year? And what are the things I need to let go of? These things are not um, 
helpful to me. And so I'm going to leave them in the past and um, move on. Yeah. And I always go back to Revelations where it says uh, blood of the lamb, blood of the testimony. And like, if that's how we overcome, then we're discounting our testimonies by just leaving things in the past, you know? So I, yeah, I completely agree. Can I just be really honest? Anything you say you've left in the past, I mean, you know, that you don't want to deal with, you don't want to look at, it's there. It's depressing. Well, well, it's also there. And, and yeah. if you haven't dealt with it, you're going to deal with it at some point. So let's do it now. Let's get it over. Yeah, what was that? On. Man, I, I shared that quote with you that AJ talked about at that conference, the feelings never die or so. Oh, or feelings, feelings buried alive never die. Yes. Man, that was so good. Like, I feel like that's the one nugget I walked away from yeah. that conference in Chicago with. Um, feelings buried alive never die. Like, I was like, that's man, right. that is powerful. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. Right. Is because at the end of the day, like, you're going to talk about it or you're going to act it out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to ooze out into your behaviors yeah. or into the way you talk to people and stuff. And so... I. Th- and yeah. I think January is such a great time to do an assessment. But oh, we I love, wanted, I yeah. love the feeling of the fresh start. Yeah. But like more so because it leads to hope yes. that there's better coming. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and so I guess it's just a perspective of like, absolutely embrace the fresh start of January. Yeah. Absolutely dream big for the year. Yeah. You know, like, like definitely grow in that area. But at the same time, like I've worked way too hard <laughs> to yeah. leave behind all the things that I've accomplished, right. you know, yeah, for definitely. sure. I was thinking when, when we were having this conversation, I was thinking about, um, I had gotten a new phone in December and I, I was thinking about iOS and I was like, man, like, I think it's on iOS 15 or maybe there's even a newer one. I'm pretty yeah, sure my phone probably. updated a couple nights ago, but, um, but like you can't have iOS 15 without iOS one mm-hmm. or two or four, eight, you know, like it builds on each other. And so like, I was just thinking about in terms of like the Bible and talking about going, how we go from glory to glory, Yeah, like, man, the iOS of your spirit may need an upgrade. Yeah. (laughs) But like, you can't upgrade without having like the previous, the previous, all the previous updates because they build on each other. Yeah. And so upgrade the iOS of your spirit. Shane Burke. (laughs) Yeah. saying that (laughs) but Um, for you apple people that's the way that i think was i was like man like every time i embrace a new season like it's just an upgrade it's an upgraded version like new year upgraded version of me (laughs) instead of new year new me yeah because you build off of you know you do um i love um hebrews 12 1 in the passion says as for us we have all of these great witnesses who encircle us like clouds so we must let go of every wound that has pierced us and the sin we so easily fall into. Then yeah. we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion and determination for the path has already been marked out before us. So I love that. What are the wounds that have pierced you or those um, struggles that you keep falling back into? So yeah. we're going to look at that and we're going to assess those things that aren't you know, helpful to us and we're going to leave those behind. So... So I think I obviously we have the word that shows us this is how we do it. So um, let's talk about, because we want to, you know, this is what we do in the new year, right? We make a list of the things we want to see change. So I love the way you t- 
talk about desires versus goals. Yeah. So, so something that was really, um, really impactful for me in my recovery journey was I, they, I, I went through the Ignited Recovery Program and they have you list out uh, some goals. And so I listed them out and then basically he was like, look at them and read them off. And then come to find out I had written down no goals yeah. <laughs> because there's a big difference between desires and goals. And so like you can have good desires. Like one might be to be sober this year. One might be yeah. to be happier this year, to be a better parent, to be debt free. Like all of those are great things, yeah. but they're not goals. Right. Like, and those things are desires. And for me, that was so helpful because I found myself over and over again in this rut where I had the right heart and the right intentions yeah. to be the better version of myself, but I didn't necessarily have any like steps to take yeah. to become that better person. And so like, I don't know, like I would just look at this list of goals of like what I want to see happen over the year and then feel a little bit overwhelmed. Right. Like, and how yeah. in the world am I going to see any of this come to pass? And of course it's with partnership with the Holy spirit too, but setting attainable goals yes I think they're like smart goals so um specific uh measurable attainable uh, timely I I don't remember all the acronym but something measurable that you can actually work towards whatever that desire is so like if your desire is to be a better parent that's awesome yeah but what are you going to do? Maybe yell at your kids a little bit less. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, something that I, a goal that I set that's I feel like really helping me become a better parent is my kids get 10 minutes at least minimum of uninterrupted mom time yeah. a day. And so we'll set a timer like because my kids work really good yeah. with timers, but we'll set a little kitchen timer and I'm like off my phone. I'm not paying attention to the other kid like I'm with right. that specific kid for 10 even if I could only do 10 minutes you can do 10 minutes yeah with your you kids. Can do 10 minutes. but like even if on the busy days I am nothing but theirs for 10 minutes and yeah. like that has really helped because when we do need to discipline or when we do have like a hard time that trust is there because it's being built with quality time yeah and so when I set out and first started doing 10 minutes it seemed like nothing. It seemed like, what am yeah. I doing? Like I'm pretending to be a dinosaur for, I mean, it's just ridiculous, but it ended up translating into more and more. So, yeah. um, I know for me learning the difference between, uh, goals and desires have been, have, has been life changing because yeah. it feels impossible because of where you are, but like setting goals to get there makes things, <laughs> makes those desires possible. Yeah. You know, it does. I mean, you, you know, of course we, you know, that translates into every area. So if it's finances, start putting something back, start looking at your money and where it's going and being intentional about that. Um, Savings has to start somewhere. So if you're just saving, you know, you're skipping your Starbucks and putting that in savings, start there. That's a goal. Yeah. Like that's a way to do that. And I'm just thinking about like sobriety too. Like, you can say you want to be sober, you want to be clean this year, but that seems daunting if yeah. that's your coping mechanism. So maybe you need to like go pick some different coping mechanisms yeah. or work out for 30 minutes a day. I know my counselor, right. I was like having a tough time a few weeks ago. And the first question she asked me of all things she could ask, she's like, have you been working out for 30 minutes a day? I was like, shoot, nope. Yeah. That's why I'm in the wrong <laughs> mindset. Cause I'm not just releasing. She said, 
we're not talking about anything else until you're working out for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. And then we'll reconvene and I'm like, okay, I feel better because, you know, and so little things like that, like, yeah, you can want to be clean, sober, free, whatever. But if you're not replacing your time and energy that you were spending in bad habits and replacing them with maybe some things that are beneficial to your life, like, I mean, that's how you get lasting change. Yeah, for sure. It is. I love that. And I think, you know, you want to do double duty. Yeah. Go exercise, put on some headphones and listen to a podcast. Listen to a podcast. Or yeah. worship music. Or worship. Something that's yeah. clear your head a little bit. Something that, I mean, I, I was thinking, man, how powerful that could be if you're just, you know, maybe even taking a walk. You're just saying, I'm going to walk for five or 10 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it is. And while you're doing that, feed yourself, feed your spirit with something really good too. So I think that's awesome. And reading books is like that for me. Like I kind of took the month of December off. I was on a sabbatical. I was reading a lot of the word, but I kind of took off any like time to read books. And then I jumped back in in January. I just finished my second book last night. But um, even that for me, even no matter what I'm reading, it gives me something to just chew on and think about throughout the day. And so even that, and it's like a chapter at night, maybe even half a chapter if I don't have that much time, like whatever. But that stimulates enough thought process for me to not get stuck in the ruts mentally that put me in a bad mood or put me in a bad headspace or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. So, um, I came across an article and I just, I'm going to read you guys a little clip from it. It's, it's a psychology article. Um, but I think it's really good because you know, the word we've already shown you there's, and there's more pieces of the word that point to this, Mm -hmm. but also now we're seeing science says the same thing. And, Um, this article says that resolutions are tradition based on continuing to do good and addressing things that hadn't gone so well. They provide an opportunity to learn from mistakes or make up for times you fell short of your values. However, we may start a new year with good intentions, but we often abandon resolutions after just a few weeks or even days. In fact, the fitness app Strava analyzed 800 million user logged activities to predict that most people are likely to give up on their resolutions by the 19th of January. When we inevitably abandon our goals, it can come as a huge blow to our self-esteem, confidence, and mental health. It can even make us feel like we failed the entire year and let ourselves down and that we will never be the person we envisioned back on the 1st of January. So, here we are. That's crazy. We're already past that. We're already past it. And so some of you may be out there and say, yep, I know exactly how that feels. And listen, there are things that I um, had really set out for this year to, you know, have do better on or, and I've already been frustrated a little bit, but here's the thing. I remember we're just at the end of January Um, and so I can start over at any time I can say, you know, yesterday I was at the doctor and saying, okay, this, this, and this help me. And, um, you know, just still tweaking some things and what, how can this be better? And I'm frustrated in this area. So, you know, and so it's really, um, don't get discouraged. Just take those little moments. Um, I knew I was going to have this doctor's appointment, for some 
you know, health things. And I was like, okay, I'm coming in with these questions because I want to tweak these things a little more. And so, you know, whatever it is, um, don't give up. Don't feel like there's no way I can become that person because I, one of our episodes, I think we've already talked about the 1%, right? Yeah. Yeah. Healthy habits, healthy habits. And so go back and listen to that (laughs) along with this. I was just thinking about, we define in that episode, we define discipline as what you want most over what you want now. Yes. And like that, that's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, it, it, when I'm thinking about new year's goals and new year's resolutions and stuff like, man, that challenges me to keep choosing what I want most, keep yeah. choosing what I want most. I was just thinking, I just wrote down maybe reassess at the first of every month. Yeah. Like, Hey, how's it going? I know for me, um, something that we did a 21 day fast, um, at hope city. Uh, I know a lot of churches do that yeah. and we just finished it on like Sunday. And for my fast this year, I fasted, uh, the last thing I did for the day and the first thing when I woke up. So, um, I charged my phone in the bathroom and I didn't bring it to bed with me for that whole fast. And I read the word or listened to worship music like via our TV or read a book or, you know, spent some snuggle time with my kids that I like was too zoned out for in the morning or I had gotten into a place where I was like already being busy on my phone when I hadn't even gotten out of bed yet. Like, and so that fast, like opened my eyes of like, oof, I really want to prioritize that last thing I do when my head hits the pillow and the first thing when I wake up. Yeah. And so, uh, I think Sunday night or maybe Monday night, I don't, I don't, I guess it was Sunday night. I went to bed with my phone because the fast was over and I learned really fast. Like, no, I think I actually want this to last. Like I actually really like that that it's in the complete other room and I'm not even tempted to scroll or to shoot an email or to set a reminder or like, I mean, I went to like, have a post-it note thing on beside my bed because I'm still one of those people where I'm like, if I don't remind myself, I'm going to keep thinking about it. Yeah. But like, man, reassessing last night, I put my phone back in the bathroom because I was like, you know what? I actually really liked that freedom of not even having it in reach. Yeah. And so maybe it just takes like reassessing. Yeah. You know, every once in a while to see, is this what I want most over what I want now? (laughs) Yeah. I think that's great. As you were saying that, it reminded me of my, I bought a um, planner because we do calendaring at um, Hope City. And so we had our calendar meeting. I bought this planner and I actually splurged on it for me. But at the end of every month, they have a monthly review where you can write down your personal wins, what you learned, important goals met, ways I took care of myself who I connected with, I will always remember, key purchases made, and then a spot for I am grateful for. I love that. I love it. It's so great. So I've never done this before. So this is going to be a a discipline for me this year. I'll put that in the show notes because that's awesome. And then um, they have a page um, at the front for um, your, it says my year bucket list. So you can write down all of the things that you want for this year. And then they have uh, my goals for the year. So I love that. And those are, and I think they're more like desires for the year because on the next yeah. page, they have my goals, action steps. And we can um, put Look, a, your planner is even. I know. <laughs> even it was goals so versus great. desires. When I saw it, I was like, 
yes, I need the discipline of this. Mm -hmm. And so um, I haven't finished it yet. So I'm going to sit down and do that. But it's got great um, suggestions like my goals for the year for career finances, physical health, organization, mental health, digital wellness, hobbies, style. That's kind of cool. Home, intellectual growth, relationships and self-care. So I loved that it was very intentional in areas that maybe I don't typically think about. But um, then, you know, what are my goals for the year or my, you know, desires? Well, I can for the see year? how that would make like it's so easy to, to start growing because yeah. I'm just thinking like even in a feeling standpoint, we've challenged ourselves to like ask a bunch of questions. What are you feeling? Yes. When you're feeling it. When have you felt that before? When's the first time you felt that? What is it stirring up in you that yeah. like maybe is dug deep down in there? And so like asking all of those questions too, it makes you, it makes you like really dig into like, Think about it. why yeah. do I want to do this? Like, why do I want to lose weight? Yeah. <laughs> is it to look better? Cause that's not going to last no. long. Like that's, you know what I mean? But is no, it to run yeah. around with my kids and have them have like memories of their parents always being involved? Heck yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so like, it really makes you you dig deeper it does it makes you dig deeper and and you know if you're looking at weight and you're saying I need to lose 100 pounds this year don't say you know I'm gonna you know I'm next week I'm gonna lose 25 and then the next week another I mean make it small and attainable, attainable. like we said yeah. we need you know look look at trying to lose a pound a week yeah I mean, start there. Well, I was thinking like even I, the fitness coach that I've been like working with uh, and just talking about nutrition with, but he was like, even if you do five days, yeah. a week, like he swears, if you eat pretty disciplined during weekdays, uh -huh. let yourself do whatever on the weekends. Yeah. You're not going to lose your progress because that's five to two. Like yeah. the ratio is way more in your favor. That's good. And then he's like, you can work out for 30 minutes, three times a week. Yeah. And you will see lasting change. I love 30, that. I mean, who has 30 minutes, three times a week? Just yeah. about everybody can prioritize that. And so... Um, it, it's when you overdo it. And I think that's what happens in January. We see the gyms full. Yeah. I told you I was grocery shopping and none of my stuff was on the shelves because people were all of a sudden yeah. eating healthy <laughs> quinoa, awesome. quinoa, the quinoa tortillas. Like what in the world? Who else buys the quinoa tortillas? I've never like had the store sell out of quinoa tortillas it's, except yeah. for January of 2022. People are trying to like eat weird stuff that we eat, but but no, I think that's what happens is yeah. people just go all in, probably with great intentions, yeah. but it is not attainable to no. change every area of your life overnight because no. the calendar flips. Right. Like, it's, no way. It's, you got to start with the 1%. Yeah, you you definitely have to start with the 1%. And one of the things um, that I think, so we make a, I now have this calendar, but our church as a whole also does 10 things that we want to yeah. see this year. So we do that obviously for, um, you know, for the new year looking at how do we want to grow this year? Yeah. But, um, but I think in doing that, um, we've learned to, I think one of the things we've learned is you can't just tuck that away in a, a side table and say, okay, God, you got this yeah. right. Um, so we have some, part to play in that he yeah. wants to partner with us he wants a relationship with us yeah. and so he wants us to do this with him so make sure it's before you I love that it's in my calendar because it's yeah. before my eyes and then um, the other thing we talked about on one of our recovery calls is um, 
you know, just be in prayer about, you know, your goals. And um, one of the things that God will give you if you ask is a word for the year. Yeah. Um, and I love that. We kind of talked about that. Oddly enough, my word for the year was build. It was what God had just been really speaking to me. And I felt like he said, you're going to be building this year. And so um, I'm excited. What are we building? Let's do this because I want to partner with you in this. And so, you know, pray and ask the Lord because sometimes it's just, you know, wherever you're at, um, you need a fresh start and the Lord will give you a word um, for the year for you to kind of hold on to. Yeah. So, and it's so cool to look back on like previous years and see how that word really did like, like resonate. Come, yeah. yeah come. come, come to pass. Uh, I know last year my word was more. Yeah. And I had no clue what I was asking for. That's awesome. <laughs> By the end of the year, I ended up getting much, much more <laughs> than I ever, um, even really had the expectation to this year. My, um, my words knew and, uh, and I, it's been cool. I, I felt like I had kind of an advantage this January because I was coming out of sab- sabbatical. I guess I was still in a sabbatical for yeah. the first half of the month, but I ended up, which is insane, but I ended up taking off the busiest time of the year, which yeah. feels crazy. And yeah. I'm like a doer and I'm an executor. And so that was like really uncomfortable <laughs> to yeah. have nothing on my plate from end of October until mid January. But I was reading Ephesians four, um, verse 22 through 25. Um, and he's taught, he has taught you to let go of the old style of the old lifestyle of the ancient man, the old self life, which was corrupted by sinful and deceitful desires that spring from delusions. Verse 23 is what I'm like really highlighting. Now it's time to be made new by every revelation that's been given to you and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life in li- and live in union with him for God has created has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness and I was just like man so encouraged by that of I just love that it said like it's time for you to be made new by every revelation that's been given to yeah, you it's <laughs> like so good. oh and it's time to be transformed as you embrace Christ yeah like with this new life and so um I don't know for me I was really encouraged by that and like I can't wait to see like that scripture come to pass in like different areas of my life um, I love that this year for sure um as we talk about this writing down you know I want to refer to Habakkuk 2 2 through 3 because not only does it say y'all you know if you've been in church very long you've heard write the vision and make it plain Um, but something that it goes on to say that I think is really important as we write these goals and we partner with God in this is it does say, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie though it tarries wait for it because it will surely come it will not tarry. So I just want to remind you that as you are running with this vision this year, that if it seems like it's not quite coming in your timing or, you know, you're not losing that weight quick enough or you're not getting 
the, you know, best coping tools for your addiction soon enough, whatever the frustration might seem to be, just remember that Habakkuk goes on to say, though it tarries, wait yeah. for it. I love that because when I, when I think of like Habakkuk, I'm like, yeah. write the vision, make it plain, write yeah. the vision, make it plain. Like, cause that's like the only thing I've had ever like right. really like, but yeah, I love the emphasis on the waiting part. Yeah. That's the, that's the one where it makes it personal. Yeah, it makes you know? it personal. And I mean, I feel like we've all been, we can all identify with having to wait. Mm-hmm. The other thing I heard um, Charlotte Gamble say on the radio the other day, I think it was really powerful, is how many times has God answered a prayer? He's dropped the gift off at your front door. But when you opened it, opened the door, you're like, that's not the package I was expecting. And you shut the door. And she said, maybe it's time that you go back, take that package Mm -hmm. and open it up because God may have answered you in a package that you weren't expecting. Oh, yeah. And so I loved that. I was like, yeah, how many times do we look and we're like, well, that wasn't what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. But it's still the answer. And it's actually probably better. It seems it always seems to be better. (laughs) Yeah, always. It always seems to be so much better. That's it makes me think about what I shared last night on our call of like, yeah, if you like it Corey Asbury was talking about letting God open doors for yeah. you, but but the last line that he said in his little spill on online the other day was, uh, "If you open it in your own strength, you're going to have to maintain it in your own strength." Right. Yeah. And like so I was good. just chewing on that for hours of like, man, I I don't want to have to maintain it. That sounds exhausting. Yeah, it does. So <laughs> like, why am I trying to kick down doors? But he was talking to young adults, just yeah. like wanting to start life and just really start walking in ministry and like good, not in a prideful way, in a good way to do great things for God. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you open it yourself, you're going to have to maintain it yourself. Exactly. So you may as wait for God to open the door for you and yeah. just walk through kind of thing. I love I that. Like, Cause oh, so good. He always knows when we're ready. And uh-huh. so, you know, if he gives us more than we can handle before we're ready, it's going to crush us. Well, and and that's we, what we've been talking about on our staff calls is like how important in the season of building character is yes um so that you can maintain what the lord places in your hands yeah because you're just not going to be able to maintain it if if you're not focusing on the progress right the perfection yeah so yeah wherever you are don't get frustrated just continue to make those steps um the other the one other scripture that i wanted to share with you guys was in psalms 127 one through two and it's the passion um And so when we talk about allowing God's grace to walk with us towards our goals, I love this scripture. It says, if God's grace doesn't help the builders, they will labor in vain to build a house. If God's mercy doesn't protect the city, all the centuries will circle it in vain. It really is senseless to work so hard from early morning to late at night, toiling to make a living for fear of not having enough. God can provide for his devoted lovers even while they sleep. And what I think about when I read that verse is, you know, he's not asking us to let him do it all because it is a partnership, but he's also not asking us to stay up at night worrying about how it's going to happen. Right. So just being, finding that balance of doing those, the 1%, whatever percentage you can do this year, and then um, watch him, multiply your progress yeah watch him you know multiply your um the results because i i every single time you know we did dave ramsey for years we taught dave ramsey and my husband and i were 
like $50,000 in debt to the IRS. That wasn't our other bills. That was just the IRS. And it felt overwhelming. Like <laughs> I know. It like makes stresses me out just hearing it. It stresses me out still to hear it like that number. But, um, you know, what we learned was to make a budget, stick to it, and just tell our money where to go, first of all, because we yeah. weren't doing that. And then, you know, stick to the plan. And they talk about this snowball effect that um, an object in motion, you know, it, it will stay in motion, of course. But the other thing is the snowball effect is that as the snowball rolls, it picks up more snow and gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And so as we started doing that with our debt, um, I think we were supposed to pay off that 50000 in like five years or something. I, I want to say it was like two years later, we had that paid off. And I was That's like, incredible. how did that happen? Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. We did what we were supposed to do in that process. And then God did something else. I don't even know. (laughs) Yeah. I was just thinking about, I had a friend call me the other day. Um, because we, we don't have debt. We don't like debt. We don't believe in debt. We don't got car notes. We, we have a mortgage and that's it. Like, because we, we just, it like stresses me out. Like I don't like that. But, um, I was just thinking about how, like, if you're in a situation where you need to see change or whatever, yeah. to find people that are doing what you want to be yes. doing. So I, I got a phone call from the uh, from a friend the other morning, and she was like, hey, this is going to be an awkward conversation, but I want to talk to you about this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, we just got out of debt. And I was like, that's incredible. And she was oh, like, yeah, but it. the thing is, we've been in debt for so long. We don't know how to live out of debt because like we just want to go crazy and then get into debt again and then we're in the same like you know whatever and so but it was so cool because I was like man that's awesome because we don't shout that from rooftops we don't like like you know what I mean right but it it was cool because I was like man all of the little sacrifices that we've made to have the lifestyle that we have to where we're not drowning in any kind of debt like that is relatable to yes, people and like is. that's when like our progress can become a blessing to someone else yeah is like when people are able to turn to you and be like hey how'd you how'd you do this how do you live like this yeah how do you, you know, and so like if if you have like an area that you want to grow in go find somebody that's doing it right yeah i um, love that we've talked about that like of just how you've met with a friend of ours who yeah. manages her day so well like yeah how, how do you do that because yeah. like that that's one of the best ways to grow is to surround yourself with people that are doing the things that you want to be doing. Yeah. You know, and I was listening, who was I listening to the other day? It might've been Craig Rochelle. I can't remember, but he talked about leaning into people who are doing better than you. And he talked about mentors, but he said, I don't even tell them they're my mentor. (laughs) Some people are his mentor that they (laughs) don't even know. They don't even know. He's like, I see they're doing better than me. I call them and say, let's have coffee and lunch. I ask questions and they're my mentor. Well, and I I think, I just think about that, like with our lives, like there's some people that we lean into for parenting advice because we love the way that they're, I mean, their kids are a little older and we like how they turned out. Yeah. So they did something right. There's some people that we lean into for marriage advice because they're three kids deep and they still got a great marriage, you know, or like there's just like, or there's some people who we like financially how they live their lives. And so we mimic them in that area. And so it doesn't necessarily have to be like, if you can pull from different pools of, of people that are doing what you how you want to live yeah like and you don't have yeah. to tell the people that give you oh advice. no they don't know that well and i was gonna say a <laughs> lot of people give you unsolicited advice you don't have yeah. to say no thank you just 
I throw, I spit out the bones all the time. I'm yeah. like, okay, thanks. You know, yeah. and just really sweet and gracious about it. But if you're not, you know, if you want to grow, you have to lean into someone who's growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's why I listen to Craig Rochelle on a podcast. Um, that's why I listen to, um, you know, people like Charlotte Gamble or, you know, just there are different people that I listen to because, you know, I'm seeing their life. Man, Bobby and Brian Houston, yeah. they're amazing yeah. in what they're doing. Um, their ministry didn't even blow up until he was 50. And I'm like, that's crazy. Hope because I'm 51. That's hope because I'm not there yet. <laughs> and right. so my best days are ahead. Exactly. Amen. So I, well, love, I love that. That's, yeah. yeah, I I love that, and I'm I'm so thankful for the places to lean in because yeah. like that wisdom is a blessing to me. It is. <laughs> it's. I mean, listen. I mean, I have four kids, three of which are pretty amazing, and um, I joke that I don't even know how they got so amazing, but I I do actually because I listen to people who had raised really great kids. So well, and the Bible just talks about like how the importance of stewarding well yes like the whole like being faithful with little you'll be faithful with much kind of thing and so i i just feel like the areas of your life that you've stewarded well you gain authority in those areas and so that's that's why it's attractive to like that's why it's attractive to me to turn to certain people who have great marriages or to turn to certain people who have great finances or turn to people good you know just good head spaces or good right. just like motivation like any of it um the authority that they carry like so just know like s- keep in the trenches keep going after your goals because yes. you're gaining authority you're gaining ground by yeah. stewarding where the season that you're in well yeah you know? and if you have For to sure. make some adjustments february 1st or march 1st or june 1st Recess. make the adjustments yeah yeah just keep going and definitely don't give up yeah. and if you feel like this is more than I can, I don't know how to tackle this or whatever, reach out. You yeah. know, you can message us. We would love to help you create a plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, we even had somebody in our recovery group send us her 10 things for the yeah. year. And we were able to be like, these are great. A couple of these, you got to like make them more attainable because yeah. they were just kind of open-ended. Yeah. Um. So yeah, send us your stuff and we, we want help yeah. you. We want you to have a yeah. really great year, really um, successful and um, accomplished and then be able to like build on that progress for next year. And so we're here. Yeah. And um, so new year, new me. Yeah. yeah, new year, new me. Not so not much, so much. <laughs> but new year upgraded me. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining us today. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Like us on Facebook at Unlocking Freedom and on Instagram at Unlocking Freedom. If you like what you heard, leave a review, comment, or a question.